Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The Longford man has been awarded 25000 after he was forced to retire from Bordemona at 65 years of age, even though he had formally requested that he continue to work. In his decision, which was made on the 1st of October, the Workplace Relations Commission found that the Bordemona should pay its former employee, Anthony Kenny, uh, from Kina, €25,000 in compensation for breaches of the Employment Equality Act. <clears throat> As uh, a SIP2 Workers' Rights Centre advocate said, Anthony had notified the employer at the earliest opportunity that it was his wish to work beyond his retirement date, which was due to be on his 65th birthday. Despite pursuing the matter in accordance with his employer's uh, own procedures, he was refused. Not alone was he refused, but no objective justification was given by the company for its decision. In other words, the company couldn't prove beyond any reasonable doubt, that he was not productive, that he was not good at his job. In other words, he was good at his job, and it was just a procedure that they wanted him to retire. Anyway, he won his case. Well done, Anthony. And well done to all your family and everybody who represented you because you set yourself a little landmark ruling there in that in relation to that. Because now we have a situation where we have a lot of people, both in the private sector and public sector across the country, who are reaching 65 years of age. And... Of course, in this country, I don't want to focus on Anthony's case, but I do want to focus on the idea of forced retirement in the civil service or public sector. You must retire at 65. You get your pension at 66. You go on the dole for a year, I think. Anyway, the private sector has differing rules because many companies have a 65 policy written into contract, uh, depending on your line of work. And society has changed. We're a much healthier 65 today than we were decades ago when these laws and policies were actually introduced as the norm. So many people believe that you should retire and make room for younger employees. But others will say, well, experience trumps youthfulness. And would you hire an older person close to retirement? Take me, for example. As I mentioned earlier on, Tara, I'm 58. Although I was writing this outside, I said to Ruth, I'm 59. And Ruth says, no, you're not. You're 58. I keep aging myself. I'm 58. Am I, am I actually 58 or 59, Ashley? I don't know. Born in September 1963. Do the maths really quickly. I'm I'm 58. I am 58. Anyway, 58 years of age. So let's say I go for a job. Forget about radio. Let's say I want to retire from radio because I'm sick of it, right? Sick of it. So I decide I want to be an administrator. I want to work on reception, front of house somewhere. You know, dealing with social media, dealing with whatever. Even in radio, dealing with, say, the competitions and stuff like that and dealing with the day-to-day running of the radio station rather than, you know, dealing with you know, talk shows and stuff like that or anything to do with the media aspect of it. The admin aspect of it. And I I go for a job, say an RTE, and somebody 25 years of age, with a bit of radio experience maybe, goes for a job as well. Who should get the job? Should I get it? Now, we're both, let's say we're both equally qualified for the particular role. But should I get it or should they get it? Would they be better than me because they're young and they're youthful and they can run up and down stairs quicker than I can? Although I'd argue that, actually, sometimes I get up the stairs quicker than Ashling. Well, she's... <laughs> you know, well, it might be a little bit out of breath when I do it, but in saying that, who should get the job? Me or them? We have to start rethinking retirement and ageism because Ireland, unfortunately, is a country where I believe we are ageist. If you go to places like America, they value older workers. They value their experience. They value, you know, the life experience that they have. And that's why people work till their 80s. I'm still not sure about that. Oh, I'm, but I'm sure about it, Siri. Sorry. <laughs> that's right. Don't worry, it's on silent. I don't know why Siri suddenly started talking. She was activated there. 
But they value older people and their experience in life. We don't do that in this country. So why not? So there's the question. I go for a job as an administrator and a 25-year-old goes for a job. And let's just say we both have more or less the same experience in that particular role. Who would you hire? Leaving aside, it's me. Because you might just want to hire me because you want to pick me brain about something. Leaving aside, it's me. A 58-year-old or a 25-year-old? Who would you hire? The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Now, I've got some audio here I've been told to play as well, which is um, obviously in relation to the topic. And the number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Who would you actually retire? Now, I'm looking here. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. I see why I have to play that. Noel, Jesus, you sound like Whitney Houston there. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. <laughs> Good man, Noel. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> the children are the future. I would just stop out of that. Carl, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you? Grand, thanks. Good. Now, Carl, would you have an issue hiring an older person? Or do you think the older person has more life experience? Or is the younger person going to be more productive? Well, personally, I suppose I'm biased because I am old. But <laughs> I would definitely, uh, I, would, I'd, I'd, I wouldn't uh, discriminate. It's amazing when I believe in other countries, America in particular, you know, they, they, you go into stores and shops and businesses and you see lots of older people mm-hmm. working. Yeah. And I often felt that I want to retire from this, you know, I'm, an, I'm on the pension, but I mean, I'm still working. But if I ever retired from here and I wanted to do two or three days a week, I do know some elderly people who are fixed up in that category. But to be fair, in the interest of transparency, there's a, re- there's a reason why many older people work in America, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've got the reason that they want to work, right, which is mm-hmm. wonderful. And, and it keeps, I mean, a lot of them keep active by getting out to work maybe two or three days a week. But a lot of the big, say, the likes of the department stores like Walmart and Publix and all these places where you mm-hmm. see them working, they provide really good private health care. So that's why you'll see in a lot of cases people will work there to get the free private no, I didn't, health care. I didn't yeah, know so it's, it's worth a lot to them. And also, you know, they might have property tax to pay and stuff like that. Now, that's not the sole reason. Um, the sole reason is, is they just want to get out there. And I remember being in a Publix one day and there was a guy packing me bags and he was 96 years of age. And, it was, and I said to him, I said, do you feel you have to work? I was chatting to him. And he went, no. He says, I love working. I love coming in every day. He said, these are all my friends that I work with. And he was delighted to be there. He was happy in his job. Mm. You know what I mean? At 96. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I actually did, although it's a little bit off the subject now, but I did my own, when I'm traveling around the country, I work for a wholesale company. I used to ask people. I used to take my own, because I like to talk, but I listen. I listen to people, and I was actually taking a kind of a, a, a mental note and a, writing it down, how many, what the story was in retirement, and I never got so many different variations now. Mm-hmm. People who retired in their 50s yeah. were delighted, took early retirement. Yeah, well, I met a fellow at 55 once and he said, I'm sorry I didn't go at 53. He was well, in the well a lot service. of public sector workers retire oh, young. Yeah, yeah. Well, because well, if well, you're a garage, guy, you only do 30 years. This guy, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the old 20, that, that's, that's your problem now yeah. with, 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 with well, what, what, when people now might have to work that little bit longer because of the old age. You know, they say they, they want to up the age of, of, of the, isn't it, 67, 68 and so on and so forth. Yeah, well, that's just because they can't afford to pay a pension with a gun yank. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a very difficult job, but I, I think a lot, well, anyway, look, without waffling on the bloke, the, the one line that won it for me was everybody said, wouldn't we all love a three-day week? Now, if, 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 you, if you get out of kind of the main structure of things where you're maybe up every morning and you've been doing that for 40, 50 years, 
it might be nice to get a job it's in which, and you're well capable of doing it for the three days a week. Now, I don't know whether companies would... I, I think we are ages. Maybe maybe I'm wrong now because I am old now but I, and I, I hate getting old. But I think we do, do always age? look do at everybody's age. Don't we? Age is everything. You know, you can't read an article in the paper with like, he's age so-and-so. This is his age. That's his age. Everything's age, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that that could... could it could... Psych- psychologically, if you were interviewing somebody, you're kind of looking and you think, well, how long is this guy going to be for? He's, he's, he's got all the, the, the CV. He's 25, probably hasn't got life experience, but he's going to be around for a long time. Whereas the fellow who's maybe packed up his job in his 60s, he goes in looking for the interview. Are you going to, are you going to just appearances and say, oh, I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe he's got the experience. Maybe he has the politeness. Maybe he has the way to deal with people. But I think we go for the young lad because... He lasts longer. He lasts longer, <laughs> and maybe he's got all that. But what they have now, they all go to third level, don't they? Now, I mean, I didn't. I didn't even do my leaving, sir. So mm. what would I have on my CV? But I'd like to think well, that there's something I, to I, offer. Yeah, but I don't think educational qualifications trump experience. I think experience is far more important. But I'm now. just wondering whether the interviewer yeah. think that, Niall. I I think in a, well, depending on the job, of course. I mean, yeah, you're not, yeah, not going to oh, go in well, and get course, a job yeah. tomorrow as a software engineer but because course. you're not qualified for. Not at all. But I'm talking about a job, you know, a general type job, maybe as an administrator, front of house, yeah. or reception, yeah. or uh, you know, in a hotel or whatever it happens to be. I don't see the issue. I mean, I wouldn't have an issue walking up to a nice hotel and seeing, you know, a 75-year-old man or woman there taking my details. If they were polite and if they were diligent at their job, I wouldn't have an issue with that. Actually, I'd probably prefer that. Well, I mean, certainly they'd have a lot more conversation in them. Okay, but you you believe we are a little bit ages, but you wouldn't have an issue hiring a fifty eight year old. Not one, not one bit. And I, okay. the last comment I'll make is I do I do think that the elderly people they 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 they, they, they converse. If you're in a, if you're in a situation where you want to sell your business and sell yourself, the older person because they've they've got they've got lots to talk about, lots of experience, and they like to have a chat. And some people like that. And by the way, they're less likely to be taking time off work. But as Car- I was just going to say, as Tara rightly said earlier on, Carl, stay with me for a second. Let me go to Padraig as well. Now, Padraig, you would hire the younger person. First of all, Niall, greetings all left-wing traitors. Gre- <laughs> greetings all left-wing tra- traitors. <laughs> <laughs> go well, on, Padraig. What do you want to say? Well, just a slight tangent, Niall. No, I, I don't want to go in tangents. No, very, sli- <laughs> very slight, Niall. Very slight, Al. Did you see Nigel Farage? Uh, I did. Taking your woman apart last night. Well, I, I saw both of them taking each other apart, to be honest with you. No, uh, Nigel was on the money. He played his ace card, Nigel, when he now, said, in, now, in, now, in fairness, I do like Nigel by times, but I think, in fairness to Claire Birch, he did quite a good job, too. She did okay, but he played his ace card. That was Nile. You fought the British Ray, he said 500, 800 years. And then he said, you sell your souls to Brussels. You couldn't make it up. All right, go. Okay, off your tangent, back to hiring people. So two people come to you, 25 and 58. Who are you going to hire? Well, I'll tell you, first, you, you, you said, I'll put you out the grass straight away, Niall. You'd put me out of pasture, would you? <laughs> put you out the pasture straight away. Actually, Niall, you're in a, you're, you're in a very good uh, profession. Because, as you know, you, you nearly have to shoot them in your game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I know they they do particularly talk radio. Actually, they do last a long time. You know, but that's, that, that's because you're only talking. You don't do any manual work now. <laughs> but a, a lot of people don't do manual work. No, exactly. But anyway, a lot of people. I mean, you've got accountants, solicitors, all those kind of professions where you're kind of sitting down writing or talking all day. 
Oh, them, uh, yeah, just because you're a painter and decorator and you're up and down ladders all day, you know what I mean? That's a different situation altogether. Well, so look, you're no spring chicken yourself anyway, Patrick, but go on. No, no, I, I, I admit to being uh, your, your vintage, but I'm a very young 58. <laughs> <laughs> right, OK, but Patrick, so who are you, who are you going to hire? Obviously the 25-year-old now, because uh, at the end of the day, uh, look, I think they should actually bring the pension forward to 55. <laughs> if you haven't, no, if you haven't made your money in fifty-five, that's tough. Uh, I feel very sorry for you. But you, but but you might have made your money and lost it all again. If you if you decided to blow it on holidays and God, no, you might have blown. Oh, Jesus, Patrick, you might have blown on holidays. You might have ended up getting a divorce or something like that, or you might yeah. have, or you might, you might have gone through a tough time in your life at fifty-six. No, there's a lot of that about, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, look, you, you make your bed, you should lie in it. But right. anyway. Yeah, you, you, can, you can get a new job as a comedian. <laughs> yeah. No, getting back to like I said, fifty-five. Like, give the young people a leg up. I, I, like I said, I don't care fifty-five. You've squandered your money. You have a, you have a million in the bank. Uh, let let the young people give the young people a chance. Step aside. You've done enough. And uh, if you're self-employed, it's probably slightly different now. But like, definitely the media. You'd be gone straight away. Sorry, now. <laughs> well, that's a fair comment. You don't want to get in the way of youth. Yeah, well, no, I no, I don't want to get in the way of youth, and I understand that from, say, a public sector point of view. I do understand the logic behind that. But in saying that, you know, if we extended it even to 70, because there's a lot of really fit 67-year-olds, Patrick. You get away out of that. But look, <laughs> I'll tell you now, actually, you're on the money that you're setting. Look, there's Pat Penny hanging around at 6, 7. <laughs> yeah, he is. How old is Pat? He's in his 70s, isn't he? No, that's got still got his confirmation money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think he's 73 or 74 or something. In, in, in fairness to you, now, you, you, you blow it on holidays in Florida. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I do tend to. But I, I, I enjoy life. I try Look, my I'm best. Cool, but I'm sorry. You still have to go now. <laughs> right, okay. I'm too old. Out to pasture, shoot me. Out to pasture, give the young people a chance. Let uh, Ashley, Ashley should take over your job now at the moment. Yeah, Ashley, how do you feel about that? Yeah, she's not, she's not in her head there. She's not really now. She doesn't, she doesn't want to deal with people like you on a daily basis, Patrick. Okay, but Patrick, the idea is that people of my vintage and your vintage and Carl's vintage, um, they have, I suppose, more life experience. You know, they may not be able to run up and down the stairs, but you give them a job to do and they'll do it. Whereas your 25-year-old will be coming in on a Monday with a hangover. Well, now, you, you tell me, at 25 years of age, did you know, did you know, uh, you know all about the birds and the bees, you know all about life experience. So, look, you're trying to tell me at 55, what, what more do you know? I mean... No, I mean, I, I, at 25 years of age, I wouldn't have been able to say, do this job. Because I wouldn't have had the life experience to do this job. I'm you, not a, no, no, you, you cannot have, say, a talk show host at 25 years of age. Because all he can talk about is things that affect his own life. He's probably never been married. He's probably never had kids. He's probably never been divorced. He's probably never, you know, owned too many cars or been in too many accidents or had too many illnesses or had life experience in relation to financial problems. So in saying that, they don't have the experience, say, to talk about it. So that's one. I'm just an example I'm giving you as a talk show host. But there are many other jobs as well where people have more life experience and that, you know, that, that's a good asset to have in any job. No, sorry, Niall, I disagree. You're touching a straw oh, here. Gee. You're touching a straw. <laughs> right. 
All right, Podrick is employing the 25-year-olds. <laughs> Carl is going for the older person. He'd rather hire the uh, the older person. Uh, I want to know what you think. The number's 87 188 Now, let me go to Des as well. Hold on, i get to Des here before I go to the break. Des, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Des? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. You've been listening to Podrick abusing me and insulting me there for the last uh, three or four minutes in a light-hearted way, I will, I will say. Uh, sure. Don't hold it's it against him. Yeah, so uh, would you hire the younger person or the older person? Well, to be honest with you, I'd actually hire probably the person with the better attitude, regardless of what their age is. Yeah, but then that's Padraig out the door, so yeah, go on. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, there's plenty of people that are, you know, 40s, 50s with great attitudes and a lot of wisdom and experience that can still do jobs really well. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, and there's younger people that might be better than them, might have, you know, more drive, more... uh, more hunger, more determination, better skill set, you know, to do the job that they're both picked for maybe even better, you know. So I, I just think it comes down to not necessarily all the experience that they have or whether they don't have experience and they're kind of nice, but just their attitude, you know, their willingness to learn, their willingness to work hard, you know, I think that's... But generally, from your, from your experience dealing with people, do you think older people, when I say older, you know, in their 40s or 50s, are they more diligent than, say, you know, a 23 or a 24-year-old straight out of college? Well, I have to admit now, I'm 54 myself, I do think the older people are more diligent. Yeah, I do find the younger kids coming out of college, I, I, they just don't seem to have ever had tough days. It's almost as if they're... You know, pampered a little bit, maybe. <laughs> a little bit pampered, word. yeah. You know, like they've always had money in their pockets, it seems, you know. Yeah. They, they, they don't really know what it's like to kind of, you know, push themselves. Or Now, mm. you know, I can't really paint all of them. No, of course part, not. You know, of course. And I don't mean to do that, you know. But no, and, and don't get me wrong, there is specific jobs they're trained to do that, you know, a lot of older, when I say older people, wouldn't have never had to do. For example, technology. You know, there's nobody of my age is going to go into the technology industry unless I'm going to own it, uh, because we don't have the skill set to do it. Younger people are trained better to do that sort of stuff. I'd agree, yeah. Yeah. And the other side of it then, you know, the younger people don't seem to know how to trim a hedge, you know what I mean? They don't seem I was to know how to pick I up a... I was only talking about this to somebody the other day, that the younger generation... Now, again, I'm not generalising about them all, but I'm talking about your 25 or 30-year-olds, right? You know, just changing and wiring a plug seems to be an issue. Hanging a painting on a wall, uh, you know, fixing a hole in a wall with a bit of plaster and, a, you know, a scraper. Things that we would have just done, you know, they find it just difficult to do these things. They'll, they'll, they do, they'll yeah. just pay someone to do it. Yeah. But they're incredible with technology. Though. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All right, well, look, I have to go to a break. Thanks for that. Keep texting. Keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 Let's play one or two of your audio messages as well. Well, you're going to hire the younger person purely because at 58 or 59, you're heading fast towards retirement age at 65 or 67. They're not going to get much mileage out of anybody hiring them against a young person. Okay, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks very much. I think older people have more experience and provided that their head is still 100% together, I think, why not? A younger person is more likely to have to take time off because of kids, because of childcare, because the school is closed today or because they're hungover, they just don't want to go in on a Monday. And you're less likely to get that from an older person and experience is 
Money can't buy experience. You're right. Money can't buy experience. Strangely enough, if it was me, I would actually give it to you, Niall. Like, once you were, you could do the job physically. Um, because I would believe, compared to someone 25, you have so much more life experience. You have so much more to offer the job. Do you know? That's that's what mm. I would do with it. Mm. And if it didn't work out and it wasn't working, well, then it wasn't working. But definitely, yeah. Do you remember that there was a movie out actually with uh, Robert De Niro, The Intern? Do you remember that one? I do. And she, she, they hired an intern and they were over 65. They were, that was a cute little film. Yeah, it was. It was actually a great movie, The Intern with Robert De Niro. Was, he, he was hired as an intern at his age. I do remember that movie. Okay, the number's 087 Who would you hire? The 25-year-old or me? Who would you hire? All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087 Don't ignore the fact, of course, that Michal Martin, as we speak, is uh, standing on a podium um, telling us what is going to happen on the 22nd of October. So far, it's not very good, I don't think. I don't think it's very good for the hospitality sector. I don't think it's going to be very good for the nightclub industry. It's a suggestion there by some people. Now, I haven't actually heard him say it, that nightclubs will open, but nobody will be allowed to dance. That seems kind of pointless. Anyway, uh, the Taoiseach also said antigen tests will be sent to fully vaccinated close contacts of confirmed cases. The bizarre thing about it is when I spoke to to Stephen Donnelly over a year and three months ago before he was Minister for Health and Simon Harris was Minister for Health we also had a guy on who was the first person in the country to import antigen testing and I had suggested to him and it was completely ignored and it was ignored for nearly a year we're actually about six months behind every other country when it comes to antigen testing but however uh, also Gavin Riley is saying if you were indoors with other people wear a mask if you are running a business or any sort of event that is bringing people indoors you must present for proof of vaccination so proof of vaccination uh, for any indoor event or any indoor restaurant bar all that kind of stuff hospitality is going to continue uh, that is not going to change uh, and I think that was probably predicted but I will give you a list anyway uh, also the Taoiseach has confirmed that vaccination, bo- vaccination booster shots uh, to all over 60s will commence immediately with a vaccination programme so if you are over 60 you will most likely be notified uh, by text I imagine because they will have your your number also table service uh, will have a max of 10 adults or 15 if they have children in bars or restaurants and bars we're actually going a little bit backwards I think to be honest with you for Christmas so it does look like uh, Christmas parties if this is to continue and doesn't change before Christmas uh, Christmas parties will be out the window out the door pardon the pun Uh, there'll be none because you won't be able to have large groups of people unless it's a small office uh, I suppose Um, the Taoiseach also confirmed as well that capacity limits on weddings and religious services are being lifted as of Friday so there will be no capacity as far as weddings are concerned but the only the only limitations will be that you will be indoors of course and you must continue to wear masks uh, they are going to get stricter on mask wearing etc etc they do did say that earlier on today um, I'm looking at some of the stuff the other stuff that's coming in here um, we say we're going to have to make do with it for at least a few more months, according to Leo Varadkar. Uh, he said we're going to have to make do with all this for a few more months. All right, getting back to retirement. I'll give you more on that, and I'm sure John will give you some in the update and the news as well in a few minutes' time. Let me go to Jimmy. Jimmy, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Jimmy? How, how are you doing? I was just listening to the programme, well, and I just I, I just had to comment. Um, our government seems to make one rule, and it seems to bind everybody into it. Mm. I mean, a lot of the country are working very physical jobs. Carpenters, yeah. block players. Well, you're 57. I'm 57. I deliver coal for a living. I'm self-employed. Are you a coal man? Yeah. 
I haven't seen a Coleman since I was it's a, a child, trade. Jimmy. It's a dying trade. I know. I mean, I always remember as a child, the Coleman would come in. We lived in a mid-terrace house. So the Coleman would come in through the house, you know, and he'd have the sack over his shoulder. And he was as black as the ace of spades because he was covered in coal dust. <laughs> we were, the invention of a shower was a great thing. Yeah. And does the coal dust still leak out of the bag the same way as it used to? Yeah. Pretty much. Okay, and you, and do you go home like covered in coal dust every day? Uh, depending on how busy we are. That can't be good for your lungs or anything like that. The dust from the coal. I probably not, but look. Yeah, I, I, su- I suppose I suppose the, all this mask mask wearing in the la- in the last year and a half or so probably helped. Probably <laughs> helped. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I should have been wearing it all along. And how's your back, Jimmy? Actually, my back is fine. Oh, well, fair play yeah. to you. Well, you yeah, probably built muscles up over the years. Okay, yeah, so you look, you're not going to get a 25-year-old to do your job. Well, to be, uh, actually, at the moment, I, I normally have a guy that would walk with me during the height of the season. He managed, I oh, know, to be truthful, I don't blame the man. He needed to get a job during the summer. Yeah. And managed to get himself a job. And I've rang three or four fellas that I know that have helped me out on occasion, and not one of them has to do it. No. Nobody, it's, nobody. Uh, I mean, with the greatest respect to me, obviously, I couldn't do it. I'd be, you'd, I'd be, actually, you'd have me in the grave before 11 o'clock in the morning. I, w- I wouldn't be able to do it. It'd kill me because I've sciatic in me back anyway. So I'm well, out. That wouldn't be good for that <laughs> no, anyway. No, no. <laughs> but it is, I mean, tradesmen, by the way, is a dying breed. You know, plasterers, brickies, coal men, as you mentioned already, uh, electricians, trades mechanics, all these tradesmen are, are dying. I mean, yeah. In 15 years, where are we going to get them from? I mean, you know, you'll be past it in 15 or 20 years, Jimmy, so where are we I, going to... I know uh, a, a particular electrician in the town where I live, I think, if I'm not greatly mistaken, he's about 85 years of age. Wonderful. Delighted I, to hear that. I, I, I've said it on several occasions that if this man ever packs up doing what he's doing, the whole country, the whole town will shut down. <laughs> It'll go into a blackout. <laughs> Stay there for a second, Jimmy, because Louise as well is on the line. Louise, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. Hayden, Louise. Hi, Noel. How are you? Now, you're a kind of expert in this field because you help older and younger people get back to the workforce again. Now, I don't have much time, unfortunately, but what's the best step for somebody, say, in their 40s or 50s who feels they're being discriminated against because of their age? Okay, so, yeah, Noel, if it was you, for example, if you were, you know, changing career, changing direction, um, I suppose nearly every single um, adult that comes into me... um, to help them with job search and their CV has their date of birth on their CV. Right. They also can, uh, their age, even if you haven't got the date of birth on the CV, they can be identified because you have, you know, that I've done a junior search or an inter search, whatever it was called. Well, you have all your work experience down there, don't you? Yeah. 1969. <laughs> yeah. You know, that will identify their age. So it's just, that's a no-no. Um, a lot of the jobs that are um, people apply for are true indeed and the different sites online. Um, and what happens is it goes through a kind of an, an algorithm software system that identifies keywords that would be um, where the job spec would be identical to the job job spec. Right. So what I would say to people, you know, put down your last five, ten years of work experience. You don't need to put down your skills. Um, you put down any of the, the keywords that the job spec, um, the job advertisement. But yeah. Employers, they should not know your age. The only time they should know your age is when you walk in the door. Um, I've also said on interview panels, um, and we have different score sheets that we work off, and we base it on experience and soft skills. And I don't want to generalise. Um, you know, I don't want to say that one age group is better than the other. 
but at times um, those soft skills and transferable skills that employers are looking for can often be missing um, from the younger cohort. And I think that's where employers lo- have that kind of high staff turnaround because, you know, you might employ someone that is on probation per- period and mm-hmm. has to move on or whatever because they haven't got those interpersonal skills. You know, that isn't... Do, Louise, Louise, I, I'm cutting you a little bit short here. Can you do me a favour? Will you come back on again in about two minutes' time after the news, all right? Will you, okay. All right, so hold, if you actually hold the line there, actually have a chat with you, all right? Because I want to continue to listen. I'm very interested in what you have to say. Uh, let me go back to Louise, just as I was just before the break, and talking about, I suppose, good advice for older people getting a job. She talked about, of course, you know, not putting your date of birth on your CV. That's certainly something uh, that everybody should consider, although there are clues in there as <laughs> to what your age are. So it is hard to avoid that, Louise, isn't it, the clues? Um, no, it's not really. If you yeah, if you do your CV correctly, um, it's not. You know, if you're 58 like yourself and a radio presenter and you want to go for a receptionist job, you put down your last um, 10 years experience and then you match your CV, tailor your CV to the receptionist, receptionist job. So the receptionist, um, sorry, the employer might be looking for someone who has an emotional intelligence, for example, like someone that's solution-focused, um, someone who has an, uh, excellent negotiation, negotiation skills, which you would have. So all that stuff, people don't take the time to sit down and tailor the CV before they uh, send it off for a job. They use the one CV, and I would say to them, that's a no-no. Take the time out and tailor your CV, and the employer should not know how old you are. The first time that they should know how old you are or get your age um, is when you walk in the door, and that's I where mean, you tell yourself. Well, that is where you sell yourself. But do you think yeah. there's an immediate turn off? You know, if I walk through the door and, you know, Billy, 25-year-old, walks through the door, or Mary, 25-year-old, walks through the door, is there, you know, is there a kind of mindset or, you know, this conscious decision immediately as soon as we see somebody older? Ah, sure, there for the hills. You know what I mean? Is that, the con- is that a conscious decision? It's not. I don't think it is in general. I think it, it depends on, um, I suppose, the career or the job that's being advertised. For example, like you were speaking about the construction industry, of course they're going to look for the younger lads, you know, that can, you know, lift heavier weights and all that kind of stuff, you know. But it kind of depends on the job. I wouldn't allow, I wouldn't let your age, you know, put you off and applying for a job. I have so many older people that come to me and say, look, I'm not, I'm not even getting a response. And the thing is, the reason why they're not getting responses, it's down to their CV. The yeah. CV should get them to the table, and that's where they sell themselves. And employers sell themselves short as well. And I don't want to say that uh, this is in, in a general statement uh, towards the younger cohort of people, but there is a higher turnaround. Um, like Tara you know, mentioned with- earlier on on news to me that she had a friend who was in his 40s and just wanted something part-time because of his, uh, his life situation at the moment. McDonald's were gagging for staff, gagging for them, yeah. put signs up everywhere. He applied for the job and he got a PFO letter. Didn't even get as far as the interview. Now, yeah. I mean, let's be clear about it. You don't need a huge amount of skill. And I'd say that with the greatest respect to the people who work at McDonald's, uh, to work at McDonald's. So why do he believes he was turned down just because of his age, because on a CV, it would have had, you know, his experience. And, and it's an easy, easy to guess that he's in his 40s. So, I mean, why do you think we're turning down people? I mean, there's a good man, wanted a job, you know, that, and I'm sure he's quite, quite capable of flipping burgers and serving people, but they wouldn't give him a job. Um, look, you know, I didn't hear that. I missed that. But, you know, I would say that is the case. Um, you know, it's, it's the same in the retail industry. They, you know, they want a younger, younger crowd, you know, for braces or, you know, in the JD sports or, um, you know, they, they do want the younger people. But employers are screaming out 
for the saying, you know, we can't get staffed. Yeah, they're turning down people because of their age. And it, the employers are doing themselves a disservice. They really are, you know. Like, I, I have um, clients who come to me for support who are screaming out for jobs that would, you know, whip up these uh, job offers from employers and employers are turning them down because of their age. And, you know, there is um, a form of ageism among some employers. And as I said, you know, they're doing themselves a disservice. Um, you know, because... Uh, again, I don't want to, I'm not putting down the younger cohorts because I work with a huge amount of young people who are usually dependable, dependable motivated, um, highly driven. Um, but, you know, we have that age range as well that are also the same and they're not getting the same opportunities. Mm. And I think it's an awful shame. But again, and by the way, when it comes, sorry, sorry for interrupting you, when yeah. it comes to say, you know, this kind of 40 to 60 category, do you think men or women are being discriminated against unequally or is it more or less the same? Um, I would say it's the same. Right, okay. I would, yeah, I would say it's the same. Um, like, you know, we, we, I ha- work with women who might be, you know, have been full-time carers to their children for the last 10 years, and they say, you come into me, I've nothing to put on my CV. I say, you have loads to put on your CV, you know, your time management, you know, being able to budget. Yeah, they might have been a stay-at-home mother. Yeah, if you were a stay-at-home mother for 16 or 17 years of your life, and then all of a sudden you're going out for a job, and the employer says, so what have you done? Yeah. That's difficult. Yeah, but, yeah, but it, look, if you go to the right person for support, they can guide you through that. Yeah. And there's loads of services out there that can support people around their CVs and, you know, their interview skills and all that kind of stuff that support people. And we have worked with, with people, you know, in that age uh, range who do get jobs, you know, after spending 10 or 15 years at home because they have a good CV. We, they've built up their confidence and they can go in there and they can sell themselves on an interview and they get the job. You know, it's just having the right support um, and having a good CV. And that would be the advice that I would give to your listeners. You know, don't let your age stop you. Um, don't, you know, we have a huge amount of experience. And I know you're sometimes up against younger people who are coming out of college and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, academics can be can be taught. But having an emotional intelligence <laughs> sometimes can't be. And no. you either have that or you, you haven't. Mature, you know, maturity is something you have to learn over life. Yeah. life. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know? I mean, why, why is it? I mean, Louise, we wouldn't need somebody like you with the greatest respect if we lived in other countries. And I mentioned America earlier on. Mm. And, you know, and I've, I, I've been to America quite a lot. And they seem to have a huge respect for older people. And when you go into, you know, the supermarkets or the retail industry or even any, any industry mm. generally over there, you will see older people in their 60s and 70s working away and quite happily working away. Why is it we seem to struggle with that? I, you know what, I don't know what it is. Um, I'm, I'm really not sure what it is because, as I said, like I know employers have um, a huge amount of uh, staff turnaround. Like I know that, I know they can't keep staff at times. Do you know what I mean? So I, I, I don't know what it is. And you're more um, likely to keep staff if they're older people because yeah. they, they're, they, they want a bit more security in their lives. Whereas younger people tend to jump from job to job anyway. Yeah, yeah. Until they find what it is that, that they, they want. want. Yes, yeah. of course. You yeah. know, and look, that's understandable. I do, I've done that myself when I was younger. I went through a multitude of different jobs. Um, and I, I do get it. But, you know, at that age, you know, people have a lot more responsibilities. You know, they might have a mortgage and all that kind of thing, you know. And they are kind of more inclined to, to stay in a job. Um, you know, and I know just people that I work with who don't want to retire at 65, who want to continue and are more than capable. Yeah, I'm not um, retiring you know, at 65. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do a Pat Kenny on it. I'm going to be around in the mid 70s somewhere. Yeah, so you'll be well looked at, Niall, anyway. Well, I suppose there are some industries where you don't kind of notice somebody's getting older, unless unless we start to notice, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, and radio would be one of those, particularly in talk radio, or or maybe even TV. Well, mind you, not so much TV, because appearance is more about it on TV, I suppose. But on radio, I have a face for radio anyway. Uh, On on radio, you you don't know somebody's age. You can't see them, so you don't know their age. So it's probably a good industry to be in. And there are other industries like that too. I suppose the likes of, say, accountants, the likes of solicitors, they Mm. can all work later in life, I suppose, too, because we don't see them as much. Yeah, I would agree. And it is, it's down to the employers. It's down to the different industries, Niall, you know. Um, So I I don't want to kind of make sweeping generalised statements about all employers because all employers aren't like that. But it is, as I said, like, you know, they are doing themselves with a service. Yes. um, Yeah, definitely, you know, because... More than likely at times, you know, if you get someone older, you know, you're not you're not having to upskill them, you're not having to train them in. They already have um, those skills already in place, you know, and um, they go in onto the job and within a couple of days, you know what they're doing. Um, you know, so, but look, as I said to you, a bit of advice, just tell, to say to your listeners, do, don't put anything on your um, your CV that will identify your age. You don't like me to say, you know, I did my junior search back in 1969. No, no you don't need just, to tell yeah, them yeah. that. Yeah. You don't. In other words, don't highlight that you're old. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's okay, good. Louise, yeah. listen, some good advice. Thank you very much indeed. And I appreciate you staying on the air with us as long as you no, did. All right. Calm. Thanks, no, Louise. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.